It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Getting Their Act Together. And our scripture reference is Acts chapter 3, verse 17, through Acts chapter 4, verse 4. As always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. What does evangelism look like at your church? Oh, I apologize. I made the assumption you're okay with talking about evangelism. That's not wise of me to do. I'm not pointing you out, of course. Many Christians are not comfortable with the topic. Yes, they'd rather hear the evangelism sermon over the money sermon, but not by much. Why do you think that's true? I have another question. Why is that true of some churches and not others? Some denominations or some faith traditions and not others? We've all experienced the same grace of God. Every Christian has heard the same story of Jesus. Every Christian I've spoken to says they are grateful to God. So where does the disconnect many believers develop around evangelism come from? My limited experience is anecdotal. Still, I've seen that even churches with evangelism committees have the wrong hopes. The hope is the committee will do the evangelism work of the church for the church. Keep in mind that Jesus didn't ask for committees. He asked for followers. So let's rediscover the joy of evangelism. Let's learn what the prophet meant when he said how beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Let's do that today by looking at Peter. After the Spirit's outpouring at Pentecost, the disciples shifted their mission. They became apostles. It didn't take long for their new work to begin. Peter preached immediately that morning. Later, Peter and John healed a lame man. And this act led to a preaching event. Understand that not all evangelism is preaching. Most evangelism is not. For Peter, though, this time it was. With their attention in hand, Peter told them how they had turned their back on God's promise of Messiah. Their leaders led the charge, but they participated. But notice the credit Peter gives them. He said, And now, friends, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. How many of us would appreciate someone calling us ignorant? Let's appreciate that Peter didn't lead with the turn and burn antics most of us associate with evangelism. He assumed people acted out of ignorance. He gave them the benefit of the doubt. And that attitude dictated his approach. Can we agree evangelism is necessary? Most likely, evangelism means more than what most of us dismiss it to be. Why don't more people worship God? Why aren't more people studying the Bible, 
praying, giving, serving the Lord. The church can be quick to assign corrupt reasons. What if we started with another approach? What if people just don't understand the joy of knowing God? What if they haven't heard how much God wants to be in communion with them? Like that, we see that evangelism isn't our job to get people to get their act together. It's the blessing of sharing how the love of God shapes every part of our life. And that's something every child of God can do. Stay blessed.